Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Bits from the week that was. We'll talk showbiz with Maltracina, sport with Titus O'Reilly. Plus, commentator, celebrity chef, footballer, and friend of the show, Archie Thompson, is here. The fallout from the federal election, that historic battle between... Scott Morrison, the daughter of a policeman, <laughs> Anthony Albanese, uh, daughter of a single mother. <laughs> Peter Dutton, daughter of Voldemort. <laughs> and me, son of a green screen. <laughs> Look, there remains a few seats in doubt. Let's get the latest from Anthony Green. Possible 76, which gives him that minimum majority. Um, we've got... Let me go back to that chamber again. Let me find the chamber. Go home. Chamber. Reps. Then we go to this likely. Uh, reminds me of trying to order McDonald's at 3am. <laughs> well, yesterday, Mel, the Nationals came together to elect a new leader and Sky News had uninterrupted coverage. Welcome back. These are live shots outside where the Nationals party room is. <laughs> so we get it. You are watching uh, Sky News and they're just trying to um, get to the bottom of what's happening in the Nationals at the moment. Yeah, all right. That, that uh, shot's just gone awry. What's happening here? Is that... Can't quite see there. It's been a hive of activity. A hive of activity, so much going. We will cross back to that. But of course, the big winner from the election, Mel, was Anthony Albanese. He gets the honour of serving as Prime Minister. What else does he get? And uh, we get you know, sausage rolls or what have you uh, heated up uh, in, in the microwave is what you get for afternoon tea. It, it's a great experience. MasterChef audition. Um, you should see Anthony Green use the microwave. Defrost. <laughs> Come back to me. Massive week for the new Prime Minister, Mel. Jetting off on his first overseas appointment. And he's a household name on the world stage. Uh, we saw those pictures of Anthony Albanese with the other world leaders. He was the only one wearing that blue badge um, so that he would actually be recognised. <laughs> recognised as the birthday boy. Um... It, it, it says... It says, it says it says, ask me about my cash rate. Not a good badge. Albanese met with US President Joe Biden. And let's get a US perspective. We've got the former Defence Secretary, uh, Mark Esper, on the programme. He's going to talk to us about his new book. Some extraordinary revelations in that book about what he heard and saw in the Oval Office. <laughs> I don't think he saw anything. <laughs> Look, it was a big week for new Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong Mel, who flew to Fiji for a range of talks. And she's still getting the hang of it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> we can talk to some leaders, maybe, Penny? I don't know. But let's cross back to the Prime Minister. I, I cooked some pasta. It was pretty simple. Pasta was pretty basic. Sort of arabiata sauce. <laughs> he cooks it al dente. I believe. <laughs> A lot of Arabiata fans in the house. <laughs> Actually, can we just cross back to Penny Wong? Yeah. I'll go and say hello to Louis. OK, great. <laughs> Good idea. Um, while the Prime Minister was in Japan, the Foreign Minister was in Fiji, so naturally Sky News's Paul Murray was in... Bundaberg here in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was there. We've got to point out the elephant in the room. <laughs> More specifically, the polar bear in the cage. What is that doing? <laughs> Look, Paul is there speaking to local macadamia growers. How, how many do you produce each and every? 
of uh, macadamia yeah. in tons. Yes. Not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> in pounds. Uh... I can go back to the bear. Go back to the bear. And look, here's a sentence, Mel, that you don't hear often at the end of political shows. For Sue and everyone else Thank in your you. community who makes this place a beautiful place. Thank you for watching. Thank you very much. Really do appreciate it. We've got a meat tray to give away straight after the break. Wow. <laughs> Albo's microwaving some sausage rolls. Stick around. <laughs> look, it's been a big week for the regions, Mel, with the nationals, of course, holding their vote to decide their new leader. Barnaby. Joyce had a suggestion for his replacement. Who do you think would be your best replacement if you come to um, I don't know, Jesus, Muhammad. <laughs> well, Barnaby's bringing in a holy water buyback scheme, so <laughs> that will be interesting to watch. ABC covered all the drama of another action-packed political blockbuster. I wonder, was that Barnaby Joyce uh, we saw just now? Um, I am not sure. I don't, okay. I don't think we have spotted him as yet. So. But Kathy, you were talking about some of the comments that Darren Chester. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I got quite distracted. Um... <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. In fairness, she'd won a meat tray, so it was distracting. Actually, can we just cross back to Sky News's coverage? Uh, it's been. Tell you what, it's taking a while. That's yeah, for sure. We've been waiting an hour, Andrew Clannell. Still wondering who won the nuts. <laughs> uh, do you think they've moved on to tea and scones in there? Oh, I haven't heard anything about this at all. Okay. All right. Do you know what? We'll make sure there's a decision by going to a break. If we can go to a break. <laughs> Look, Sky were trying to understand the result, Mel, and Andrew Clonell was trying to understand his phone. Others in those teal seats. We're not so far away. Feeling terribly, terrible today, as he sees Peter Dutton <laughs> take on the job as Liberal leader. Candy Crush is tough. It is tough. <laughs> So the Nationals male elected David Littleproud as leader and a brand new deputy. Perrin Davey has been elected as deputy. What do we know about her? Well, I've only just learned that Perrin Davey had a career apparently as an extra in uh, TV programs such as Home and Away, if you believe her Wikipedia profile. <laughs> if you believe it, as if she's adding that in, going, ooh, this will be impressive. Well, you, you should have seen them walk in. We've had a big week. We've had a big week. Of course, Barnaby Joyce lost the leadership and he took the defeat well. Defeating Barnaby Joyce, ousted again, beaten but not broken. Well, I suppose you think I'm sad. Not really. <laughs> for many, the election result was hard to swallow, particularly for Alan Jones. Should Andrew Constance win there, and I think he can, and he deserves to, deserves to, it'll be the only seat won by the coalition. And I made the point when you see, pardon me, but that's got to be torn up. We're the Liberal Party. Those microwave sausage rolls are very filling. You know, it's but Peter Dutton is the newly elected Liberal leader, Mel, and he faces a big challenge. It's going to be a real challenge for him. It always is for the first opposition leader after a, yeah. a scathing de defeat, or swinging defeat, swinging defeat. Yeah. Um... <laughs> what is he doing? Can we cross back? To Penny Wong. Because for you, climate change isn't abstract. There she is there. Penny did manage to hold a press conference and she was a real hit. The New Zealanders have a similar type of visa. Uh, we can talk a lot about people to people. We have to stop hitting that. She <laughs> has to stop hitting that. That's all right. She did leave the mic alone. May we have a round of applause for this remarkable moment? Well, stick around, everyone. We've got a meat tray to give away. <laughs> we certainly do. Back with more of the chances. Yeah. Right
unpack the weight. And it's time for a new segment. Well, it's pleasure time. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, it's not pleasure time. Although, well, try telling that to the guy in the background of Paul Burt's Weathercross. We're going to see maybe a shower look very, very lucky uh, today. Just a little bit of a such a sexy ocean. <laughs> the forecast was for scattered showers, so it was accurate. It was accurate. Um, well, of course, Mel, there's been a massive anniversary being celebrated all over the world. It's 20 years since the big mango was built on the side of the Bruce Highway. <laughs> and 19 years since it went off. It's an amazing, it's an amazing mango. Do you know the big mango? Uh, now I do. <laughs> it was picked by the big backpacker, which is, in <laughs> is incredible. Of course, the big mango, it's not the big celebration this week. The Queen's 70 years on the throne. 70 years on the throne. 70 years on the throne. Richard Wilkins is celebrating 35 years at the network. <laughs> One year at nine is seven in human years. Okay, right. Uh, of course, the. <laughs> My bad. One, one year at ten is worth it. We won't finish that sentence. <laughs> but the Queen celebrates her platinum jubilee, Mel. Well, let the UK goggle boxes explain. All the horses, all the performances, celebrity appearances, it's a variety show. Are we seeing yeah. 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 <laughs> now, look, she's lived an enormous life of wealth and privilege, but being Queen has its challenges. It must be awful to have to go and open a baked bean factory if you don't like baked beans or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, some kids across the Commonwealth now were asked what they would do if they were queen or king. I feel like the girls gave better answers than the boys. I'd try and, like, raise a lot of money for, like, charities and stuff. Uh, have a house full of chickens. <laughs> house full of chickens. <laughs> Buckingham Palace, Mel, are hoping that the Queen can go to these celebrations, but if she is too unwell to attend, there's a backup plan in place. Delighting their special guest. <laughs> well. Wow. Her cardboard jubilee. <laughs> There's one thing everyone wants during the Platinum Jubilee, and that's to hear from Her Majesty herself. Oh, it's been such a treat to see all these children having a wonderful, wonderful time. And it makes me realise what a privilege it is to be Queen of England. <laughs> Massing and budget cuts have really hit hard. <laughs> no, well done, that is a nice try, but Megan, you will not get in. I'm sorry, you will not get in. Now, Mel, there's only one thing more creepy than one creepy queen mask. And even about 200 <laughs> Still, though, Mel, when it comes to tributes to the queen, you can't beat the folks from the Air Raid Cafe in High Wycombe. Guys, guys, it's the queen's 70th birthday. What are we going to do? It's not the queen's 70th birthday. It's her platinum jubilee. Well, it's her platinum jubilee. We need to think of something. Oh, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, it's good to see Philip. He's looking well. <laughs> Secondly, his idea was bomb the Germans. Um, <laughs> but he did have a second idea, and it involved celebrating the Queen through song. Your Majesty, Now, 
to say Joy and she is. Um, I'm surprised the four judges turned their wheelchairs around for that because I don't think that was worth it. But that song, it's an, it's an amazing song, Mel, and it features an up-and-coming young rapper. This is all for you. Your Majesty, I am the same age as you. When you're turning, when you're turning down your own song, never, never a good sign. That's rapper Buster Hip. Um... No, that's 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 Stair Machine Gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> respect. Well, from one major moment to the other, it's time to take a long-awaited trip. The people have spoken. By that I mean I got one tweet. Uh, across the ditch is back. And this, we... this could kill the Queen. This could the Queen. Look, we start with Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, who delivered a speech at Harvard University, and the students were loving it. Single day. Forgive me while I take a water break. <laughs> You know it's a nice crowd when a drink of water elicit applause. So. <laughs> we only had to bribe them <laughs> to an iconic landmark in New Zealand. When most New Zealanders think of Waimate, they think of wallabies. But for the locals, it's a different kind of animal bringing them pride. Waimate Together Cheer, Rob Smith, says the rejuvenation of Waimati's white horse has been a long time coming. Now, there's a that lot is, to unpack. That is it after rejuvenation. Oh, so that's um, been rejuvenated, has been rejuvenated. <laughs> looks, like, um, looks, like, looks like it's about to go visit the cutout glue factory. <laughs> so is that a big, is that a big thing it's back a, home? It's a big horse on the hill. It does look like someone's tried to draw a horse from memory. <laughs> but finally, to the big story in New Zealand. The person who played a part in the disappearance of a bucket from Wellington's famous bucket fountain has apologised. <laughs> Are you going to apologise for that clip? What are we doing? So there's a hole in the bucket fountain. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's that good. They deserve more. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're going to need a bucket of water just to get, just to get some applause happening. Well, the bucket thieves were caught, Mel. It's not in its yellow form. It's been slightly altered. Recovered after it was spotted in a social media post. Forgive me while I take a vodka break. Um, and they're trying to discourage future thefts. People are being asked to not commit a copycat act. Go along and have a look, but keep your hands to yourself and just enjoy getting moist. <laughs> Katie Hardwick is a full-time taxidermist and makes thousands of pounds selling dead mice. And she joins us now along with some of her amazing creations. <laughs> dead mice! <laughs> so Archie Thompson, here's our guest, and he is on his way. In fact, he nearly got run over. A motorist almost hit a man travelling down the street on an e-scooter. Good to see Paulini out and about, isn't it? <laughs> Thankfully, Mel, the driver stayed calm and collected. Idiot. <laughs> that was so close. The wrong sort of 
I believe that was Morse code for fucking idiot. Oh, right. <laughs> Staying on the road where this Uber passenger allegedly got fired up and tried to destroy the vehicle he was in. A disgruntled passenger has taken out his anger on an Uber, smashing the windows with a hammer at Blackburn. Where did he get the hammer? It's alleged the attacker had asked to stop at a hardware store where he bought the tool only to turn it into a weapon minutes later. It really makes the Bunnings slogan seem quite sinister. Lowest prices are just the beginning. <laughs> well, to turn your gears now, Mel, it's been a massive few weeks of football news and this weekend it was rounded out with the A-League Grand Final. Who better to take us through it than a friend of the show? Secret recipe. Texture those dirt. It just looks fancy. <laughs> 20 years of football, I haven't learned anything. <laughs> you can bring it on. Thanks for coming in, Archie. You're a friend of the show. Lovely to see you again. Ooh. And what a weekend it's been. Yeah. Oh, no, first of all, I just want to say thank you to the fluffer of the audience because as soon as I came in, no one knew who I was. And then, uh, and then he gave me a little plug, and uh, I don't it's know good. if fluffer is the term. <laughs> and, and, and when they give you a little plug, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> always starts in the gutter. I don't know where it, it always. Great Would you please you. thank Archie Thompson? <laughs> You got the Hivers memo, so that's great. I'm in a pack of Skittles. <laughs> but Archie, it's great to have you here. It's been a massive weekend of football. You mm. covered the A-League Grand Final for Paramount Plus, Western United versus Melbourne City. What were, your, what were your highlights from the game? Uh, look, for me, it was um, obviously West United being in the in the in the league only three years. They want to build something really fantastic out in the West, um, and. They weren't really expected to make the grand final playing Melbourne Victory, who were in form, but they turned it around, oh. beat Melbourne City, and the atmosphere at that ground that night was fantastic. And, and looking on socials, they're still going. Like, they, they, uh, won a, they won a hubcap. That's exciting. <laughs> you know what it's called? It's actually called the toilet seat. The toilet so, so it's very similar to a toilet seat. So that's... that's <laughs> That's the joke. Our, our trophies are toilet seats. Um, yeah. um, Wachi, well, uh, uh, big weekend of football. We yeah. also saw the All-Stars game. Yes. A couple of A-League All-Stars taking on Barcelona. What was the atmosphere like in Sydney? Uh, there was, what, 70,000 people? And, um, you know, who would have thought two years ago that we would have had one of the biggest clubs in, in global football in, in the world coming to our shores? And, uh, you know, they brought all their great players. And, um, you know... Some of those youngsters that were in the actual all-star team were massive fans of, uh, you know, Barcelona, some of the players in there. So you, I was right next to the bench, so I could see the excitement of these kids. That was like 16-, 17-year-old kids that have grown up watching these guys. Well, it wasn't just the players excited to see the Barcelona players, yeah. Archie. I think you were as well. I had a chat with uh, Nesta Iracunda about, you know, being a fan of Barcelona, and I did ask him whose shirt you're going to get after the, the game, and he said Dembele. And I, and I said, well, you better put your name out first because I'm running for it also. <laughs> yep. Um, but clearly you only got to steal the high-vis vest from the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a shame. I knew I shouldn't have worn this What a shame. <laughs> well, you also have some vision of you just before the game. Yes. Oh. 
professionally. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that in. Uh... Were you hoping for a last minute call up? Yeah, after that, yeah, definitely. That was pretty good, right? Yeah. It was a massive game to be played in Australia, Archie, but it seemed yeah. like you were more interested in the food at the stadium. I always thought that it was called paella, which is the bogan in me saying that, but I just got told that it's paella. <laughs> Check the pronunciation on that one. Archie, what are we what are we cooking? Well, this is paella. <laughs> so it's, it's a specialty dish that you can only find. I think you can only find it in Spain, right? <laughs> I just think when you're speaking another language, it's e it's better just to kind of yeah. put it out loud and quick. Yeah. But then it actually really sounds like what it is. I mean, you were speaking English, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But it wasn't just paella, Archie. Yes, I like big sausages. <laughs> out of control. <laughs> Did you did you see any football? <laughs> I think you won the meat tray. Oh, now there are a lot good. of big names in Sydney for the big game, Archie. But you wanted to make sure that everyone remembered that you're not just a one-trick pony. Sergio Busquets has won a World Cup for Spain. Uh, Danny Alves has won 46 trophies in his well, time. Mate, the they haven't done MasterChef. <laughs> Obviously, you nailed it on Celebrity Masterchef, Archie. Yes. So what, what's the secret to a good paella? <laughs> oh, well, I didn't do that dish. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I know that uh, they've got the show at the moment going on with the faves and the... Um, Fans versus favourites. Yeah, and I, f I was a bit disappointed that I didn't get a call-up. <laughs> I felt like I won the hearts of all the Australians that were watching. Or not even just Australians, because it went global, right? Yeah. I won the I mean, hearts of all these viewers that watched this show wow. and I didn't I mean, get a call-up. So I mean, I'm a little, uh, I feel like I'm a little disappointed. I mean, not the Spanish viewers, they were a little... Have you been keeping up the cooking at home? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't lie, actually, I haven't. I think last time I was on the show, I... Uh, you saw the footage of me lying about a um, well, you, beef you cooked, you cooked your famous beef wellington yeah. that had been in the family for a week. <laughs> yeah. so, I can't lie. What was the last dish yeah. you cooked? Um, <laughs> I, I honestly... I see you on Fans vs Fans just <laughs> ordering Uber Eats. <laughs> I, I, could, I couldn't tell you, honestly. <laughs> and now, yeah, now when I think about it, I actually probably don't deserve to be on it. <laughs> We loved you on Celebrity MasterChef, Archie, yes. but we, we love you on another show. We, we dug some digging in the oh, archives God, and we love you on <laughs> Celebrity Temptations. <laughs> Round one. According to the proverb, people who live in glass houses, Archie... Uh, <laughs> shouldn't buzz in first is the answer. What were you doing? I had no idea. It's... Uh, <laughs> I, I just get excited. When you get excited, you know, you say things. Um, you didn't say you... anything, man. <laughs> well, before that, I did say so I like sausage. So. <laughs> but, but back to your special subject, soccer. The Socceroos, they've got a couple of important mm. World Cup qualifiers. What do you reckon our chances are? Um, look, I, I hope they do well. It's going to be difficult. They're the, the expected to win the first one against UAE. Um, but the, the tough one is the next one, which is against Peru. But I, I believe we got the Aussie spirit and we've been in positions like this before and uh, hopefully they can draw from that and we get a win.
And then if we beat Peru, we go on to play Paella, don't we? <laughs> that would be fantastic. Well, you can catch Archie and all the football action, including the upcoming World Cup qualifiers on Network 10 and Paramount+. Plus. Would you please thank yeah. Archie News from around the world, so would you please welcome to the desk for the Cheap Seat's very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM, it's Mel Trasino! Yeah. Lovely to see you, Mel. How good was Archie? I'd hate to be following an Archie type of news, what have you got for us this week, Mel? I'm feeling the pressure. I too have a clip of me playing with a soccer ball. <laughs> no. Uh, let's... <laughs> Let's stick to showbiz. What have you been watching this week? All right, let's start with another instalment of the Kardashians. This week, they proved just how relatable they are. I just want to do normal things with you. Really? Yeah. Like, what would you like to do? I just want to feel really normal. I have not been to a grocery store in two years. I want to go to the grocery stores and pick my own things. Me too. It's we need good to start for getting. Our it's good for our soul. If grocery shopping is good for your soul, then I'm Mother Teresa. Acting like your minimum wage Mexican house staff is good for the soul. <laughs> That's what Mel always tells me. I don't know, I've got a fluffer, though. <laughs> Good to see Grant Daniel back on 10. <laughs> Good to see him back here. Hello, Grant. Sorry, Mel, what have you got for us? Okay, off they go grocery shopping. I'm just trying to have some fun. Dreams do come true. Do you want to push the basket? That's not how baskets work. <laughs> uh, the ladies end their excursion, or what most of us would call Saturday, uh, with a car wash. This is like Disneyland. <laughs> this is fun. I know. We have to bring the kids here. <laughs> bring the kids there? Oh, it's a simple things. Uh, Courtney and Travis are trying for a baby and throughout the season have been sharing their fertility journey with us as they undergo IVF treatments, which I actually think is amazing. To assist their fertility, both Courtney and Travis are on a cleanse and have strict rules to follow. No sex, no caffeine, no working out. What does sex have to do with it? No. All you guys are really trying to do is get the cleanest egg and sperm. Right. We can't have sex or you can't pleasure yourself. You so can't, it. like, orgasm at all. Because we were like, what about oral sex? What about hands? What about feet? What about feet? <laughs> Anything. What Wait. Feet? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, what? I don't know what Chris will be Googling later. <laughs> what, about, what about in the car wash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk free to air and here on 10 MasterChef is heading towards the finals. I tuned in on Sunday night and it was all about, well, a curtain. Behind them is this huge black curtain. What is behind that? How do you feel about what might be behind this curtain? That's a very big curtain. Are you nervous about what might be behind it? Uh, are you ready to find out what's behind this curtain? Yes. Is it a window? <laughs> Five minutes and multiple tragic backstories later, we get the big reveal. <laughs> Pretty much.
much summed up my reaction. It's <laughs> Well, a wall of lettuce with inflation, that's like $5 billion. <laughs> what a brag. Uh, and to the Celebrity Apprentice Australia, where the celebrities were tested on their negotiation skills. In order to secure discounts on everyday items, the celebrities pretended to be normal people by disguising themselves. Or, as Samantha Jade explains... Our celeb status has been taken from us. Celeb status. Even, <laughs> even she knows. I don't, I don't think they needed to dress up. <laughs> uh, we then saw Olympic swimmer Bronte Campbell try to swindle a small business owner disguised with a mask and, well, I'll let you guess. Normally we don't do because Eastern Flair is very, very competitive, you know. I, I believe and, you. Yes, yes. But for the baby, this will discount. You'll give me a discount. You're yes. the best. You're yes. the best. 200 just a special price for you. Thank yes, you. For you. Whatever it takes to get the best price. I'm going to try it. Now, <laughs> when you say disguise, which one was Bronte? Because <laughs> one of them or was it Kate Campbell. Either way, not good. Last year I showed you an episode of Cardi Tries on Facebook Watch where rapper Cardi B attempts different things. A new episode dropped Cardi Tries Football where she and rapper Megan Thee Stallion try American football and are required to run 40 yards. Y'all ready? Wait, did you start from right here? Start from right here, you run 40 yards. So why is it here? Th that, that would be like 50. Right, no, that's what I'm saying. That's zero, that's 10, that's 20. Yeah, 10, 10, 10 where are we going? So that's 50. No, no, you're skipping the 10. Are we no, starting start, from up there? No, no, we start. <laughs> from here to here is 10. Oh, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> Episode is Cardi tries measuring. Then Cardi fails Naplan. <laughs> From Facebook Watch to YouTube, where musician Post Malone featured on First We Feast's Hot Ones Challenge. It involves Post Malone eating chicken wings with sauces that progressively get spicier, all the while being fired questions. What is the hunt like? How challenging, how difficult is the hunt for a black lotus? And why does that card, why does it have holy grail status to you? <laughs> what? <laughs> that seems like a successful interview format. Wait, good. wait until he tries the paella. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my week in arts and entertainment. Here with all the latest sport action, would you please give a warm welcome to our very own Titus O'Reilly. Oh, Glad to see you, Titus. Can I just say, I'm shocked it took till season two to bring the word fluffer into our show. <laughs> um, I was just Googling what it meant and wow. <laughs> Now, Archie Thompson was on the great Archie Thompson talking about the A-League final. Now, Western United won the A-League title on the weekend. Channel 10, as always, we spared no expense covering the game. So we await the arrival of the match ball to be delivered by the Susan Hughes mini D-backs. Isn't that just... That's also how Grant Dinger arrived. How exciting is that? And love, beautiful, the bribes were delivered by a mini armour guard, so it was a lovely, a lovely touch. Such shameful uh, cross-promotion of the wonderful Isuzu DX, one of the great cars. Uh, <laughs> well, it would be if it was called the Isuzu what DX. What is it called? It's called the Isuzu D-Max. Uh, as if I could... Uh, I wouldn't drive an Isuzu. No. Well, Western United celebrated. Spare a thought for St Etienne. This is a French team. And they had just lost, and these are their own fans attacking them. And I just want to send a message to the Logies. If Mel Bracewell doesn't win Best New Talent, that's what we'll be doing. <laughs> Bring your 
flares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag bring your flares. <laughs> the Melbourne Football Club's 17-game winning streak came to an end on the weekend. The 17-game winning streak, one of my favourite things ever. Uh, they lost to Fremantle, which was very sad. Although one of our favourite things ever, because you lost. <laughs> <laughs> Just... It's just nice to bring you down a peg. Just, just so unnecessary. <laughs> no, thanks, Tim. Uh, <laughs> there were no signs of it happening in training that week. Susan, I think. <laughs> Thankfully, the mini amb ambulance drive on and he's fine. He is fine. Uh, well, to the NRL and Warriors young gun Reese Walsh impress everyone with this goal kick. Here he goes, just lining it up. You can tell he knows what he's doing. And watch the follow through. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not an NRL fan, that's not how you do it. <laughs> There was a lot of embarrassment at the BBC this week when this appeared on the ticker. This went live. You'll see it come up here. It says, Manchester United are rubbish. And I kind of liked it. No one complained because it's true. Even Manchester United didn't really complain, but the BBC still explained how it happened. Let me just explain what was happening. Behind the scenes, someone was training to learn how to to use the ticker and to put text on the ticker so they were just writing random things, not in, in earnest. And um, that comment appeared. So apologies if you saw that and you were offended and you're a fan of Manchester United. Oh, I'm blaming the work experience kid. I mean, what sort of show would have that level of unprofessionalism? In fairness, that's uh, not the work experience kid. That's the CEO of Channel 10. <laughs> Now, racing, I know you both love racing. Race one at Kilmore this week, which I know we all had our eye on. It was very strange. Here it is. And your guess is as good as mine, what's happening. Uh, she's steaming on. Imagine as they're going forward trying to lead like it did last time. But... I think your guess is as good as mine was the favourite. <laughs> My favourite thing that happened in the 90s was there's this horse called Landing Officer, and it was exactly the same as that. And it was two laps, so this horse, which was terrible, the jockey stopped it on the first lap, waited for the others to all go around and then joined again and won the race. But the reason they got caught is they mistimed it because in the fog it couldn't, they were just listening, couldn't hear, and it won by eight lengths and set a crack record, which made everyone go, ugh, I think this is a bit fake. <laughs> That's how, that's how Mel's going to win the Logie. We're just going to have a smoke machine. <laughs> Tony Armstrong will be there. Mel, grab it off him. Uh, everyone's least favourite tennis players, Bernard Tomic and Nick Kyrgios, are in a war of words at the moment, and Tomic offered this challenge. Let's sort this out in the boxing ring. Put your gloves on. I'll dominate you there also. Let's see who's better once and for all. I've got great faith in Tomic winning a boxing match. This is a guy that retired from a tennis match uh, citing extreme heat when it was 27 degrees <laughs> and has the world record for the shortest tennis match in a professional game ever. In, he lost a three-setter in half an hour. Why, why is he in a crayfish tank? <laughs> <laughs> it's you can select him off the menu. <laughs> It's impressive that Tomic and Kyrgios are in a war of words, given collectively they only know about four, so <laughs> it's an amazing achievement. 
there's nothing more exciting than motor racing, especially in Monaco this weekend. Oh, we've got here a bit of a is. car park here around the Grand Hotel Hairpin. The guy at the and front forgot to go to the pay station before leaving. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, the mini Isuzu broke down, and that's just a ripple effect. Uh, and if you think that's exciting, here's the pinnacle of motorsport. It's a new sport, and it's e-scooter racing. Doesn't that look exciting? So all the worst people will no longer be in tennis, but in this. The pit, instead of a pit stop, there's a kebab shop on the way home. And on that note, we've got to take a break. Would you please stay in to the bank what? because it's time for <laughs> Mel's Markets. Mel's Markets. This is where we take an extensive look at finance. We <laughs> dive deep into the numbers. So this is Mel's Markets. This is where you take a real in-depth look at the world of finance. Let's take a look at the markets. To finance and the Australian share market has climbed after Labor's election victory. The ASX closed up 0.1% while the All Lords gained 8 points. <laughs> Sorry there's no information on that graphic for you. <laughs> companies and major retailers perform well while major banks also saw a good day on the market. <laughs> with our colouring in pens. <laughs> and that was... Mills Markets. Um, no more market stuff? No more. That's all you need, you know? <laughs> it's such an exciting segment, you know? You don't want to overkill it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had so much stuff that I was trawling through, yeah. and, you know? I just didn't want to put it all in, you know? It would take an hour to get through all of it. Probably didn't need to put any of it in. So <laughs> That's OK. Look... Um, before we go, Mel, we did get some breaking news late into the newsroom. Some big news from one of our Cheap Seats regulars, Rob Bruff. Maribyrnong police are busting to find a suspect who stole a portaloo from Aldershot. <laughs> on the runs. <laughs> I, didn't even, I just read what was on the screen and I got in the pause. <laughs> Well, it's been a big week in Queensland. The Portable Library promoting a love of reading. By running over the kids? What? <laughs> what? It's backed by two literacy experts. Children do so much better in school if they can learn. <laughs> Something quite familiar about that. You just did a whole show, you a whole show like that. <laughs> well, I think Rob Bruff's sidekick, Mel, Nathan Sperling, might have revealed a bit too much after this story. Pets also play a major role in the romantic relationships of their parents, with four out of ten owners admitting they'd rather their pet sleep next to them than their partner. Could get into trouble commenting on that one. Yeah. Might leave it alone. I've huh? got neither, so I can't make a comment anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so alone. <laughs> well, Mel, it's time to take a look at what's on this week in our brand new segment. Pencil it in. Time to get our diaries out, everybody, and oh, wow. we're going to work out our week. That's your diary, is it? It's Josh Frydenberg's. It's, um, <laughs> as you can see, it's pretty free. Um, <laughs> this is where we go through what's happening this week and just pencil in a couple of events. Okay. 
Craig. What's, what's on this week in Queensland? For the McAllister Brewing Company's fifth birthday party. Dress up in your favourite 80s gear for a retro disco. I might be busy that night. Um... <laughs> you know your events. <laughs> You've got to put it on the news to get people to come. <laughs> Look, I'm not totally sold on the beer festival. Well, they have a big musical guest. DJ Phil will be spinning the tunes. <laughs> With MC Sharon. Uh, I am pencilling that in. What's next? Well, there's a high-octane air show this week. Australia's longest country air show is back. Join in the fun of this weekend-long show that includes events such as tractor pulling. <laughs> Not quite in the air. But... I think I am busy that night. So, um, anything else? Well, let's head to Tasmania. Tasmania's CWA is turning back time with a good old-fashioned car wash. Yeah, no, right. I am busy. I am busy. The Kardashians have that one booked out. OK, so right. We can't go to that Any one. other events? The diary's empty. How about some Queensland culture? With opera in the caves. With stunning renditions of pieces of opera such as Madame Butterfly, Carmen and La Traviata that includes events such as tractor pulling. Ah. Ah. Penciling that in. You've got to get out of here. We'll see you next week right here in the cheap suits.